In a world of ringmasters, microtransactions, and really expensive DLC, two boys set out to restore light to the darkness. Get ready for Mockbusters. But just one second. This is a video game tie-in episode. In this episode, our dynamic duo will be given a random game genre, some titles, and just a few short hours to put together the ultimate trailer for their creation. But by Kratos, there's a twist. They'll also be receiving calls from their developers with some wild and wacky demands which they are contractually obliged to abide by. So will their trailer be thrown out as trailer trash or given the prestigious title of Mockbuster? Please uh, welcome your hosts, Jack Ayers and Matthew Bidolf. Let's uh, go! Hello and welcome to Mockbusters episode 8, Let the Games Begin. Oh, that was that was a nice little subtitle you just came up with there, Jack. Get that, get that, let the games begin. Had you thought, had you thought of that beforehand or just, did it just come to you? It just came to me in the moment, you know, like wow. a flash of inspiration. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, let the games begin because this week's episode is going to be a special episode that's all about the medium of Video games. Ooh. So instead of films this week, we're going to be drawing titles and a genre and creating our very own trailer pitch for a video game. Yes, lovely. We've also got a very special guest on later who is making waves in the video game industry. So you'll get to meet them after the break. So we decided to do something a bit different with the plot device this week. So whereas we would normally just have the one genre that we'd both have to work with, this week, for the sake of variety and because some of our listeners might not be avid video game fans we have decided that we will both draw a separate genre each to work with so do you want to go first or shall i go first without my genre you know what jack i'll I'll go first okay okay here we go giving it a spin so matt your genre for this week is Open world. Open world. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with that. So we're talking like Red Dead Redemption, GTA. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the yeah. Wild. Just sort of massive map. Yeah, I'm kind of pretty free to sort of do what I want there. There's not really much in terms of limit with open world. Yeah, and I'm sure nothing will come along to complicate that either. Oh, I can't think of one thing that could possibly. All right, Jack, let's see what you've got. Give it a spin. <laughs> uh, okay, so... The genre that I have for this week is simulator. Simulator. Okay. Simulator. So like, you know, like a flight sim. Farming sim. The sims, I guess. But then you've also got the kind of, the more of the spoof sort of category when you've got goat simulator and surgeon simulator as well. Yeah, absolutely. So they're they're quite differing categories. We've got open world and simulator. Well, now that we've got our categories, we've reprogrammed the plot device a little bit this week to give us some video game catered titles. It's going to be the same formula as the last couple of weeks, so we're going to refer to the plot device for five generated titles, and then we're going to pick one of the lovely audience suggestions as well. Jack, are you ready? I can't wait. I am really excited. We we did a couple of trial runs before yep. the episode of this generator and it comes yep. out with some real gold. Okay, so for maximum effect, here we go. Right out the gate with a broken one. Title number one, Destroy 
of Deception. Destroy of Destroy Deception. Destroy of Deception. Okay. Top number two, Weary Vampire Odyssey. <laughs> Weary yep. Vampire Odyssey. They are knackered. God, they're going to have a tough time getting across this open world, they... world then, aren't they? <laughs> Title number three, Frisky Hobo Terror. <laughs> frisky Hobo Terror. <laughs> Why are they so frisky? <laughs> wow, I like that one. Okay, uh, next up, Kings and Anarchy. Okay. Got a bit of a sort of medieval vibe to that one. Yeah. And then lastly, from the plot device, we have Logi Stapler Conquest. What? Logi Stapler Conquest. Low, low gravity. Oh. That sounds low, that sounds like a simulator to me. Logi Stapler Conquest. Stapler Conquest, yeah. That yeah, there's some good ones yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. There's some real good ones in there. There's there's at least one in there that fits mine. I I'm pretty sure there's at least one in there that fits yours. Yeah. Of course, I won't be picking that one. <laughs> so what? Have, what's the audience got for us this week, Jack? Okay, so we, we've still had a fair few in, but obviously all of these film titles were written for movies rather than video games. However, I think I'm just, I've am just i picked a selection which sort of... They don't really work, I'm going to be gonna honest. We're going to have to make them work. We'll, we'll whack one in anyway. I've put it down to just five mm-hmm. for you to pick from. Okay. So between one and five, you can pick. Well, I'm going for victory number four this week so i'm gonna go with number four okay number four is if you like it then hide if you like it then hide it's a fair bit to unpack with that one (laughs) that one's very peculiar (laughs) yeah yeah so that was sent in by uh sean reese james excellent so thank you very much for that one sean reese james but hang on Matt, is that your phone ringing? Yes, Jack. Yes, Jack. For once, for once, it is my phone ringing. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna revel. It's not your. It's not your Amazon. No, Echo it's absolutely not. It's just my mobile phone. Just a regular old mobile phone. Sound effect is all that will be required here, and I'm gonna put it on speaker right now. Hello. 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 Hi, it's Bezos. Jeff. Yes, time is money, Matt. Please hurry up. I made $400,000 just in the time that we've had this phone call already. All right, yeah. Are you going to give me any of that? No, you're not having any of that. I've made another 300000 while you're talking, so please just don't waste my time. I'm going to cut straight to the chase. Okay. I want you to make me even more money with this game, okay? We're not just going to sell the game. I want you to include with your game the most outrageous and expensive peripheral imaginable. And and is this peripheral essential for gameplay, or is it an optional sort of no, add-on? No, it's essential. You you can't you cannot play the game without it. <sighs> okay. And how expensive does this peripheral have to be? Like, so if we're talking game and peripheral package, what kind of price point we're looking at? Uh, about a hundred, hundred, hundred and twenty dollars. If it's not more extravagant than a Guitar Hero controller, mm-hmm. then uh, I'm not interested. Okay, and that's a pretty good example. Um. Bit pricey, Jeff. Like people want simplicity these days, you know. Time is money, but also money is money. So I would like more. So I'm going to hang up because this is frankly isn't worth my time. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for nothing. Goodbye. What a dry conversation. I know. He's he's not the most uh, not the most charming man, is he, Jeff it's Bezos? Almost as if making that much money. Uh, kind of removes any incentive to have a meaningful conversation. Well, it's like what they say, money can't buy happiness. No, but it can buy you a very expensive peripheral. Yeah, as long as you've got 120 quid. Right, so I've got to, I've got to work as an engineer for a bit of my uh, my prep then, try and come up with something that helps with an open world game. Okay, 
Very interesting. And, and is yeah, and has to be used. Can't be played without it. Yeah, I, I reckon. I reckon I can come up with something for that. Jack, what is that? What is that? Godlike set. What is? Oh my god! You're, you're ceiling. There's a massive hole in your ceiling that's blown through, and ah. and there's this huge beaming light. And who is this? My massive, eyes. Who is this massive strapped man with an axe and a hammer that's descending? In, into your room. Who are you? Why Why are you doing this? It is I, Hermes, God of War. <laughs> oh, of course. I... Of course. Hello, Hermes. Look upon me and fucking gasp because I'm gorgeous <laughs> and I have a massive <laughs> axe and hammer. Hold on. Let, 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 me, let me get a gasp in. Let me do it properly for you, Hermes. <gasps> Oh wait! I've just remembered I'm not the god of war. I'm I'm the god of yeah, you're trade, the wealth, god, aren't you? <laughs> luck, and fertility and messaging. Yes, yes. Sorry, I sorry. I, I don't know how I got that mixed up. Um, oh god! You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start again. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the ceiling again. No, I, 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 I'll, I'll be back I in a moment. You just carry okay, on. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. Back in, back back up through the sky. I'll fix your ceiling. Okay, okay and everything is to, as do normal. You, do you want me to pretend like I haven't seen you already? No, no, just, yes, please, yes, please. Okay, okay great, great. Okay. Oh my god, Jack, there's a massive hole in your ceiling that's just caved through, and there's, ah! there's a shining ah! light of, of, ah, my of eyes. fertility and, and, and luck. Fertility light. <laughs> and and who, is, who is this gorgeous man ripped and ah, pleasant scary, who's descending? He's, he's uh, both of those things. Who is he? Hello! Tis I, Hermes, god of trade, wealth, luck, fertility, animal husbandry, sleep, language, thieves, and travel. Oh god! Oh, oh, oh wow! Yes, all of those things! I, I, did I mention I'm a god? Yeah, yeah I think I, I... Look at my shiny abs, Jack! Look oh at them! Oh god, the light is glinting off them! I think I need glasses now! <laughs> yes, yes you do! Anyway, Jack, I'll be quick, as well as my many positions that I am god of. As you, as you know, I also run my very own parcel delivery service. Oh, but, oh, yes. And as you may or may not know from previous experience and or Twitter, um, we have a bit of a... a a shady reputation, let's say, for not being the, the best at delivering parcels safely or indeed at all. No. Um, so as you're making a simulator, I thought it would be a brilliant idea if you could reshape our reputation by it being a Hermes deliver <laughs> a Hermes delivery courier simulator. I, I, that sounds cool, doesn't it? It sounds cool, cool and... but I, what can I do with it? <laughs> well, I, I think you could do a great deal with it, Jack. I trust in you. Do um, I just have to call it this title, but it's just... No, 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 you, you can call it what you want. I don't... Because uh, I don't want to be, you know, in your face about how, um... How, how clearly it is a, a, a Hermes Courier simulator. So, you know, hide it a bit, you know. But don't hide it too much. I want it fairly obvious that uh, this... You know, Hermes is the place to be, and, and and we will deliver your parcels, and they won't be sodden wet or in a bin 
halfway up the street or fucking volleyed over your nan's garden. Um, (laughs) or just taken home or any of those things that only happen 80% of the time. Right, right. (laughs) Okay, I'm, I'm really glad about that. I'm really, really great, glad great. Well, that. I've I've got to go anyway, Jack. I'm sorry about the ceiling. I'll fix it as I descend through your ceiling. Do you want to do you want to oh, touch God, my pecs? God, it's 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 like it's like a wash. Please. Board. All right. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You like that, don't you? Go on then. Gracefully ascend through the ceiling. Okay. Here I go. Gracefully. Oh! I didn't know you were in with the Greek gods, Jack. I wasn't until today. He seems like an alright bloke, does Hermes. Yeah, he does. He from from an outside perspective, he seems reliable and like he'd get, you know, get you everything you need on time. But on, you know, yeah. when it when it comes to actually delivering the goods, he kind of as you say, yeets. I feel like he kind of glossed over the animal husbandry bit of his job. That's that's a bit outdated, isn't it? It is a little bit. It is a little bit, yeah. I'm so I'm I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, but I'm so happy. <laughs> right, so we've got uh, we've got just a couple of hours to uh, to put together this nonsense, and with the power of editing, we'll see you in just a few short seconds' time with whatever this is, whatever shit we come up with. Yep. <laughs> see you in a bit. Welcome back to Mockbusters. How did you get on with that, Matt? Jack, I've sunk to new new depths that I uh, I didn't think I would be I would be sinking to in this podcast. I apologise to yourself. I apologise to our listeners. I apologise to our special guest judge, who will be introducing shortly. When you say depths, do you mean depths of quality or depths of? Oh no. Um... So um, quality wise, no. I think I've got a good mix on it. It's just the content itself is. Um, it's not exactly highbrow humour I've gone for this week. <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that we're not going to be meeting our usual highbrow standards. Yep. I um, I really struggled to begin with to think of anything, of any way that I could adapt this producer request into anything half sure, half salvageable. But right. by the end of it, I'm actually I'm actually pretty happy with it. And I, okay, good. Dare I say it? I'd like to play it. So, Ooh. well, of course, Jack, it's not really about if we want to play it. It's all about if our guest judge wants to play it. Absolutely. Joining us this week is one of the masterminds behind the hit new Steam game, uh, not for broadcast. It's Alex Patterson. Hello. Hey, chaps. How are you doing? Yeah, not very bad at all. How are you doing, Alex? Really good, guys. Excited to be here. Excited lovely, to hear lovely. what you've come up with. And I've I've written down already, uh, Matt's promised us that it's not deranged. So uh, we will be holding him to that. <laughs> That's the bare minimum. Yeah. So, Alex, what is it like trying to work on and promote a game during a lockdown? Oh, it's stressful. It's, I mean, it's, it's stressful enough at the best of times. I mean, you guys must know this. You're trying to work on and promote a podcast yep. during a lockdown. But it doesn't half get in the way, this whole global pandemic thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we... Um, so for the listeners, we our game is sort of episodic, so we release it sort of at regular intervals, like little episodes of it. And uh, and we, fil- we film in real life as well, so that really got in the way of that. But mm-hmm. um, but what we did, we uh, we 
did everything remotely, a bit like we are now. We uh, sent mm. cameras around and got all the actors to sort of film themselves in their home. I mean, I think we we had like I think it's something like sixty four DPD deliveries wow. going around the country, picking up cameras and microphones and passing them on and. Oh man, did, I think did, I lost about eight years of my life. Uh, did, did, did you it. lose any cameras or did they all make it out okay? No, no we lost uh, a set of furniture somewhere. Oh dear. One of the actors put their parents' address for some reason instead of their own. And, uh, <laughs> okay. That, so uh, an entire set of, uh, of furniture went to uh, the wrong county, but you know, these things happen. Yep, yeah, of course. So just to give a bit of context, can you tell us in... Your best elevator pitch style, mm. what exactly Not For Broadcast is? Okay, Not For Broadcast is an immersive news simulator. So it's um, it's all shot in what's called FMV, which is full motion video. So we shoot real live actors and your your job is you're in the control room of a TV station and you've got all the screens in front of you of all the camera angles coming in from the National Nightly News and it's up to you to pick what to broadcast, what not to broadcast, to censor the swear words, to pick, to change the cameras, to play the sound effects and build your own news broadcast uh and hopefully it's funny but who knows? it's currently on steam on windows is that correct that's right yeah it's out uh yeah if you just google not for broadcast you'll you'll mm-hmm. find it wicked and there are um, plans to well sort of tentative plans to bring it to more platforms is that right yeah yeah so we're in what's called early access at the moment which means we're kind of still working on it but you can sort of keep up to date with it as as we drop updates it'll keep updating for you and as once we've sort of finished the main story we're going to hopefully bring it to consoles as well that is hopefully tentative as well wicked and i can say if you're a fan of uh mockbusters episode one you see an awful lot of mr adam willis so if you, if you enjoyed episode one of mockbusters uh but if you didn't, you're yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not I was going to say you're supposed to be yeah. pitching this, not, <laughs> not dissuading, ruining it. All these not people going, oh, that's people. A- oh no, I won't bother oh, with that. No, I'll no, leave it. No, never mind. If you like the sound of that, go on to Steam, go and pick that up. It's 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 having all sorts of success at the moment. You just won an award, didn't you? At the uh, yeah, I believe it was a community weekend. voted award, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was the best indie game award as voted for by the community, which was. Fucking awesome! Oh, well done, so, well done. Yeah, feeling very, very chuffed, and and yeah. so you're you're clearly of gaming pedigree to be able to determine whether either of the things we've created today, yep. you know, would be suitable for the gaming industry. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure, lads. But we'll, it's a lot we'll of see. pressure. Well, it was um, it was definitely a whole new medium for us to crack this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, myself, uh, I was given the genre of open world. Ah, okay. So we're talking anything like Red Dead, GTA, just lots of hours of gameplay, free roam, that sort of thing. Jack had something a bit different. Yeah, I had something that's not entirely dissimilar to Not For Broadcast in some senses. I was given the the category of Simulator. Ah, that's an interesting one. And to go along with those categories, we were both given the same collection of randomly generated titles. And we had some really good ones this week. So, Matt, do you want to take us away with the plot device generated titles? Yes. So uh, our plot device generated us five titles. First of all was Destroy of Deception. (laughs) Next up, we had Weary Vampire Odyssey. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, then after that, we had Frisky Hobo Terror. I think I've played that one, actually. Oh, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, next up, we had Kings and Anarchy. Then we had uh, our final randomly generated title was Low G Stapler Conquest. 
Jack, if you haven't created a low G stapler simulator, I'm 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 leaving. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Oh here. God! Oh God! <laughs> but then uh, finally, uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've been opening up our socials and uh, our email address to audience suggestions, and the one that we ended up picking uh, randomly was, "If you like it, then hide." Ooh. If you like it, then hide. That's. Hmm. Abstract. Yeah. 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 So those were the six titles that we had this week. Are there any, Alex, that, are, you know, you've already mentioned the Stapler Conquest, but are there any yeah. that, that are really calling out to you, you know, like that you really want to see? Well, some of them, Kings and Anarchy sounds fairly. I mean, I, th- I feel like that's pretty s- a solid title. Yeah, There's probably yeah. about 100 games on Steam. There's probably about six in some sort of series called that. <laughs> but calling out to me, Frisky Hobo Terror, uh, I mean, what what could that? I mean, imagine an open world game about uh, it's a horror game of, of frisky hobos. I mean, mm-hmm. Christ, the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I, I wanted an open world game for Weary Vampire Odyssey. That's, I mean, the word Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could do <laughs> just a game about a, just a bloke who yeah. needs to drink blood. He's just knackered all the time. Just yeah, really doesn't want to be there. Really anemic. Yeah, 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 on a really long journey. Like, oh. For <laughs> yeah, all right. Give me your blood. No fast travel. <laughs> um, well, on top of our genres and our game titles, we also got calls from our developers. So, oh, you're joking. I got a call from Jeff Bezos himself. Wow, CEO of Amazon. Yeah. Incredibly charismatic. He Incredibly was. charismatic. Yeah, was, was he? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't monotone. He was at least he had at least two tones to his voice. Oh, definitely, so. definitely. Um, so he gave me a call up. Basically, um, he needs more money. So mm. he told me that my game has to come packaged with uh, a very expensive peripheral that is required to play the game. Uh, so we're talking how with Guitar Hero you had to have uh, the guitar peripheral, how you know with racing games you might choose to have the steering wheel. Uh, no, this one is optional because it's got to uh, be packaged as one big bundle for sale at £120. Yeah, so, right. And it has, Amazon, be, it has to be impossible to play without the peripheral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> of course, of course. That was that was very clearly Incredible. specified. Yeah. And then, Jack, who, who dropped in to visit you? I had the... <laughs> The Greek god Hermes uh, came came to visit me, and as it turns out, um, his his name in the title of delivery firm My Hermes is not <laughs> is not coincidence. No, he's, he's very proud. He's a of major it. stakeholder, and basically, my simulator had to approximate essentially a delivery service. Christ! All right, wow, yeah, yeah. That was my reaction to it too. You've got your work cut out for you there, mate. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I got do. a lot of faith, though. He's very, he was very charming, was Hermes. Yeah, <laughs> he's very charming. Yeah. Very handsome man. Alex, with all that in mind, it is now time for you to decide whose trailer you would like to hear first. All right. Um, okay, I can only think of one way to solve this. I'm going to think of a number between one and ten. Whoever gets close to it is going first. All right. Matt, what are you thinking of? Seven. Spot on. Matt's going hey, first. Hang Jack on. doesn't even get a look Hang in. on. <laughs> We're about to hear something that Matt himself described as not deranged. Not deranged. Remember, dere- so and rem- and remember that. Worried. It's not deranged. Are you sitting comfortably, Alex? Oh, I've never been more comfortable in my life. Thank you. Oh, goody, goody, goody. I have a feeling that's about to change. <laughs> <laughs> this is my video game for you. 
It was an ordinary night in Dixburg, USA. Excuse me, fellas. You got any change? Oh, no, sorry. sorry. Oh, okay, no problem. Oh, shit! Look up there! It's a UFO! And it looks like it's gonna blast us! Well, I feel fine. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Here comes that hobo. But he's bought his friends. And they've all got raging boners! An event that would shake the city to its core. Breaking news. A bunch of UFOs appeared over the city of Dixburg, USA, blasting an absolutely fuck-off massive beam down upon the homeless. Latest reports indicate they've all been given uncontrollable throbbing members, also known as snow cannons, pork swords, and one-hole friction whistles. Residents are advised to stay off the streets at all costs. A new open-world RPG from Amazon. Everyone remain calm. Stay indoors. We have everything under... Oh, Oh, shoot me with your love gun. You'll have to save the city one homeless spam javelin at a time. Don't you get it? They don't care about the sound of change jiggling. Only the sound of that booty wiggling. No! With an all-new, innovative, and immersive way to play, we're proud to introduce the all-new Dual Cock Joystick. Here's Chief Engineer Lars Wankshaft. Uh, Using precision German engineering, we have created a peripheral that perfectly replicates a homeless man's love torpedo. Uh, This really makes the game come to life. Uh, We wanted to give the players total freedom with how they choose to navigate the world of Dixburg, with multiple ways of performing different events. So here I am in the game, uh, with two hobos coming straight at me, and I have multiple options to deal with them. Uh, For example, the dual cock joystick is built rigid to withstand a swift kick to the dick, should you choose to handle a frisky tramp with violence like so. Hey there, baby. Uh, Alternatively, the dual-cock is also built with pioneering motion and touch technology, uh, should you wish to instead wank the tramp off. (laughs) It feels like a genuine custard launcher. Play at your own pace and discover side quests throughout the city. If you jerk off 20 hobos in 5 minutes, I'll give you this weapon upgrade! face different kinds of challenges. We call those hobos panhandlers. No, not on account of their panhandling, but because their Johnsons are hard as a fucking panhandle. With over 150 hours of gameplay, will you survive Frisky Hobo Terror? Coming soon. Right, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of Mockbusters. <laughs> we won't be coming back again. It was such a joy to be the guest on your final episode, guys. I really appreciate it. And that was the end of end of my career, the end of end of my family ties. Um, yeah, that's I think that's ended a lot for me, really. Oh, just I mean, I, I don't know where to I don't know where to start, Matt. I feel I like just... I need a little minute after that. <laughs> my heart is racing. I'm sweating. To begin with, it was like harmless Ooh. sort of fun. Mm-hmm. It, it felt it felt a bit like destroy all humans or something like that. Yeah, a bit yeah. lighthearted. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a bit then it kind of became like dying light. You know, sort of awful, yes. sort of zombie apocalypse. And then he started wanking off a hobo. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that is that is optional. That is optional. That's the joy of the game. You you can do whatever you want. You can handle any situation however you choose. And in my defence, you can't have a game called Frisky Hobo Terror without Frisky Hobos and it being terrifying. So I think, I yeah. think it all completely lines up personally. I'd also like to point out that you you didn't have to choose Frisky Hobo terror that, that you, whoa you... whoa whoa i think in a in a way yeah somebody had to pick frisky hobo terror yeah so if, if anything i took one for the team you're welcome what if i've chosen frisky hobo terror well then you shouldn't have done that really should you <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think from a marketing perspective you know there's a there's a lot of you know kings and anarchy exactly. out there in the world there's not a lot of frisky hobo exactly. terror if i see that popping up on my news feed and going tell me more please Especially when you see the thumbnail of the peripheral. That would be my next, my first question, actually, is this, this peripheral, the, uh, the dual cock... Yes, the uh, dual cock joystick. How big, how big are we talking? Uh, so it's just a standard size, so... Can you just uh, remind us what the standard hobo penis size is? Uh, a little under average, but it's cold outside, so, you know... Uh, is it true you spent a lot of, you know, the first part of your R&D and, and a sizable portion mm-hmm. of your budget on establishing the standard size? Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we moulded uh, the perfect average size uh, replica frisky hobo dick. So I'll tell you a little bit more about the uh, the dual cock joystick. So the, the dual cock, of course, uh, refers to the fact that um, uh, it, it has uh, 3D vibration in... <laughs> In, oh, does it really? In in both testicles, yes, of course. So it really gives you that immersive experience. And yeah, it like like uh, Lars Wankschaft said, because of the use of precision German engineering, it's rigid, so it can really withstand a good a good rocking. Uh, but also, it is touch and motion uh, sensitive as well with cutting edge technology. Uh, so it, it has all the intricacies uh, <laughs> of a tramp of, of a tramp's dick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm impressed. It sounds like you've really, uh, you really thought about it, and you've really developed a really high quality yes. product, which people, you know, consumers really care about. Exactly, you know, really, exactly. I've seen many a cheap plastic hobo's dick just thrown away. Thank you. You don't want to have to replace them constantly. You know, you get these third party hobo dicks that just don't. They work just don't the way cut you want it. They don't to. cut it exactly. No. And yeah. they've only got two D vibration. Exactly. As well. Who, Who needs wants that? Who wants that? that? No one wants no. that. So no, 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 no. no, we we wanted to do it right, and so it's all. Ri- <laughs> It's all responsibly sourced materials, you know. Um, we we were very clear about that and uh, vegan friendly, vegan friendly, uh, <laughs> hobo dicks, <laughs> vegan friendly. Yep. Um, it's you know it's it's the creme de la creme, if you will. Please never say creme in this context. <laughs> does the creme de la creme come included? Or uh, it, is that it, a, is it... yeah, that's 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 an add-on. Um, a, that's the name of the DLC. Yeah, that's the name of the DLC coming soon, literally. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's coming in so obviously this this uh, the main campaign is set in Dixburg uh, but obviously we've got more DLC lined up with some additional territories uh, such as Willydelphia and Cockport so I think the people of Dixburg will love it they're exactly. finally getting the credit they deserve finally their city represented okay lovely and can you just explain to me because um, I was a, a little little confused by the premise some UFOs come down yes and they, they use bl- some kind of 
ray yep, yep. that doesn't affect anyone else apart from hobos yeah exactly and i can't give away too much uh, of the plot at this stage but yeah so that's how it opens up loads of ufos blast down on dixburg and some other u.s cities uh, but it only affects the homeless and just makes them really really horny and it's all part of a grander plan which like i said i can't reveal too much about at this stage how you, you mentioned it's an rpg mm-hmm. and we obviously we know of course it's open world yes what I'm the player. Yes. What What do I do? So you can be Who whoever play you want as? to be in the city of Dixburg. You can be any character, any ethnicity, any gender, um, any any background that you want to be. And you're just roaming, man. You're just you're just vibing in Dixburg, doing what you got to do. There's all kinds of different scenarios, different quest lines, different characters to meet. Mm, so so you're free to do and be whatever you so, want to be, so long as that is wanking off tramps. <laughs> You don't have to wank them off. How how many times do I have to make that clear, Jack? Okay. You should put that on the box, though. I think just so that we will, know. we will. That's that's a good there. bit of advice. We will, we will endeavour to do that. Yeah. No, there are, of course. There's this. There's a quest. There is a quest line and loads of side quests, uh, but they've all got multiple choices, so uh, they all affect how the rest of the game plays out. Um, and you know, above all, it's all about player freedom. Nice. They were too yeah. busy thinking about whether they could. <laughs> they didn't stop to think if they should. So Within whereas normal games have like a steelbook edition, this one has oh, this a gold one, this cock one also edition. comes with the, this one also comes with the steelbook, but it's corroded. <laughs> a lot of the pages are stuck together. Uh, oh no, no. Okay, yeah, no, so is that is so that, it? that the that the prosecution yeah, asked him? Yes, yes, God, yes. I don't know how to follow that up. I the ultimate plot I twist mean, here would be if you've also done Frisky Hobo Terror. Imagine. Well, I mean, there's only there's only one way to find out, really. I guess I'm I'm not even going to try and I'm not going to try and build this up whatsoever. I'm just going to go into into my trailer. So here you go. <coughs> this message must reach the king. Oh, all is lost. <sighs> Welcome to Pinehaven, realm of the king. However, it's not all as beautiful and tranquil as it is here. No, this is a fierce and dangerous land, full of bandits, creatures, and no end of peril. But life must go on, and royal decrees must be delivered. Here you are, a humble messenger for thy Hermes. Envoy to the king. Here you are, boy. This letter must be delivered to Duskwater by noon. Get a move on. You don't want the knob goblins to get you. No, sir. On my way, sir. Many dangers lie in wait for you on your journey, and you have to be ready. Okay, so turn left at Acorns. Ah, get him! Ah, no! Not my parcel! <laughs> Fucking do him! No! And should you make it to your destination, the biggest challenge of all awaits. Finding a semi-appropriate place to leave your parcel. Uh, doesn't really look like anyone's in Duskwater Castle from 800 feet away. So it's probably not much use knocking. Oh, I know the perfect place to leave it. Where's my letter, Digby? I received a raven saying it'd been delivered this morning. Well, my lord... After several hours of searching, we have indeed tracked down the parcel. Well, where was it? In the moat, my lord. 
And what about my order of new armor? Well, we received an attempted delivery scroll, my lord. Apparently no one was in. No one was in? The entire fucking castle was in! The entire village lives inside the fucking castle! Excellent work. You'll make a fine messenger yet. Your next assignment, deliver this cachet of fragile pots to Hogsfeet. Now remember, they're very fragile! Okay, I'll be careful. Giddy up! Go fast! Now, now, go! But what's this? You arrive at Hogsfeet and find it's under siege. How on earth are you going to deliver your parcel? Some creative thinking is required. Today is the day we rid ourselves of Hogsfeet's villainy. The rivers will run red with our blood, and we will be free. Knock your bows! Excuse me, Chieftain, do you mind if I just quickly borrow your trebuchet before things get started? Aye, go on then, but be quick. I promised the boys would be pillaging by four. No bother, I'll only be a second. Fire! Delivery successful. Did you have to set fire to it first? With over 500 different types of parcels, 800 routes, and countless inappropriate hiding places, your work for thy Hermes is never done. Kings and Anarchy. Remember, don't shoot the messenger. You never know what he's been through. So quite thankfully, to be honest, I, I decided to play this one quite quite close to the chest and quite quite straight. I felt like it only made sense for me to, seeing as I had such a strict producer request, to just try and uh, try and incorporate it in, in, a, in a sensible, non-hobo-wanky way. Mm, sure. I, mm. I remember Hermes being very specific that the whole premise of making this game... Uh, was to boost the reputation of Hermes Delivery Service. This sounds very much like, if anything, this sounds like it's doing the complete opposite. This feels like a game made by Parcel Force. No, I, I mean, I would say I, I worked very closely with my Hermes, you know, looking at their methods, mm-hmm. at their um, their modus operandi, and uh, it, it's very, very in tune with their values and their sort of core methods of operation. And frankly, I'm, I'm sure you'll agree, the methods of delivery are, you know, significantly, in some cases, uh, more appropriate than can be found in real life. Yeah, that's what I liked about it, is realism. The real, you know, in those parts of the game, it really felt like you'd spent a lot of time thinking um, and trying to reflect real life in the game. So I think, you know, people want realism these days. And I think, uh, you know, uh, finding a parcel 800 feet away in a moat is, that's, that's something that speaks to people. Yeah. Yeah. Having said that, Another fantasy game? Are we not? Are we not a bit bogged down by fantasy games? Skyrim, Oblivion, The Witcher, Fable. You know, there's there's no end of fantasy games. And as Alex said, as we were revealing the titles, Kings and Anarchy. I've seen about six of them on Steam. Well, I mean. As much as I might, may have liked to have chosen another title, unfortunately I was somewhat hamstrung in that I had to uh, essentially make my game about a very specific thing, uh, which which quite <laughs> limited my ability to be able to choose many of the other titles, unfortunately. No, I think Stand By Your Guns. There's a reason why there was all that many games, and you know, I'm, I'm sure hundreds of people have considered making... Uh, frisky hobo terror and and thrown it by the wayside and gone that's a that's a bad idea 
you know, but there's a lot of successful fantasy games, and as far as I'm aware, zero hobo wanking games that have made it into the chart. Which is why I've got a unique game, but it's not about me; it's about Jack at this point, anyway. So, well, so how come? How come? If it's about me at this point, how come you just went on that large tangent? Oh no, to I was just wondering why. Why, why the decision to do fantasy? Why you know what 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 sets this game apart in a landscape of? copious amounts of fantasy games what what makes this different what can we get from this game uh, that, that, that uh, well, other I fantasy mean, games you can't to start can you name me a fantasy delivery simulator the level in which three where you have to recover an old lady's frying pan oh so a specific part of a 50 hour plus game well Is that correct mo- as we all know most open world games of which this isn't this is a simulator feature fetch quests of you know varying quality um are you not concerned that this is basically just a fantasy fetch quest simulator no in fact it's the complete opposite it's a fantasy deliver quest <laughs> okay no there's no. very there's there's little there. to, yeah, yeah. Little to no, no, no little to point. no fetching little to no fetching and i personally haven't seen any knob goblins in any of those games either so i think that probably sets it apart a fair bit as well yeah yeah no um, what is a knob goblin uh, it, it's like your garden variety goblin mm-hmm. uh, but with the knob variant right and i i, I feel like that explains everything and i don't need to go into it no further. i would like to go a bit further into that if i'm <laughs> it's just you you did spend a considerable considerable amount of time downplaying my trailer and my choices but we've got knob goblins running rife around your universe do you not think that's a bit hypocritical no because knob goblins are one of a compendium of 80 plus different creatures that you can encounter on your journey sure uh others being non-knob variants that that's just a small drop in the in the puddle that is kings and anarchy You, you, there's also there's a, there's a heavy politics uh, element to it. You, you can uh, you can sacrifice your own uh, reputation in order to help someone else by not delivering a certain letter. You might have an an execution letter that's going to someone who's been wrongfully accused. You can choose to you know to deliver that one into like a hole in a tree or something instead of taking it <laughs> uh, instead of taking it all the way to the castle. Uh, there's there's so like many facets uh, to you know to just making this whole world come together and and leaving it frankly uh, better for ha- you having been there. You mentioned that it seems like the thy Hermes are pleased uh, at the at the poor attempted you know the mm. attempted delivery scrolls your poor placement. Mm. How 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 is the game scored? How do you do well? So yeah, at the end of each delivery, you are given a. Uh, a letter ranking, and the idea is that you know you can either play it. It's, it's got great replayability value. You know you can repeat deliveries and go like, okay, I only got a C on that one. And I'm a peasant, so I can't read. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you you think you've got a C? It could just, to be honest, it could just be scrawls, <laughs> scrawls on paper. Um, but like and that. as as you work your way through the game, you can learn to read if you so choose. You can work your way. You can go from peasant to squire. To uh, you know, and eventually end up with a nice little cottage in in the in, in the the wilderness of Pinehaven, free of knob goblins and other other perils and and dangers. I put it to you, Jack Ayres, that this feels more like an open world RPG than mm. a simulator. I was going to say the same yourself. thing because I thought that going in. But I, I thought as we went through and we learnt more about the delivery aspect and the sort of the business, all the admin. That seems to have been put in there. That uh, 
know, yeah, there's, there's, lo- there's heavy amounts of admin. You have to write a delivery report after every single one, and that that takes up almost three times more gameplay than the actual delivery of, of parchment. Of, yeah, there's sure. a lot of there's a lot of writing. No, I is. like that. You've got some good world bo- world and some good world building. Yeah, it feels very there, well established, you, you know, to be fair. Yeah, I think you've done, you've really thought about it. You've thought about the law. You've thought about the world, the characters. I have um, thought about haven't. it in advance. Thank you, Jack. Are you are you not concerned uh, that this might have some similarities to uh, a similar game made by a rival company called Yodelayihu, which is of course uh, a game where you control a yodel messenger, uh, which also incorporates elements of rhythm gaming as you yodel on your way. We did obviously we've been in the same development. We're in the same development cycle. We've been work. You know, it, as often happens in games. You, uh, a good idea comes about and then suddenly all of a sudden several developers have the same good idea by miraculous happenstance mm. in this case i'm not worried because uh one our release window is first because frankly it was our original idea and our art style is just so much better yodel sure. was yodel yes yeah is uh shit in the uh, in the art department <laughs> sure. compared to uh, that's what that's what we say in the in the industry shit in the art department right okay yeah, uh, we do, yeah, 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 yeah of we course do of course yeah yeah and not not concerned with the uh, also also similar uh, game uh, collect thus by the collect plus company uh, no because as uh, as as is apparent the branding and frankly laziness of the development on that game sure you know is 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 frankly laughable fair enough clearly a parody what would you say uh, to the accusations that it was ripped off from um, the now very successful series the pd <laughs> i would like to not comment at this time oh, we dear. our legal team will uh, will be addressing uh, any questions that you may have on mm-hmm. that one in due yeah. time there's there's a, there's a process that has to be abided by, and it's not my place to uh, cast aspersion or make judgment or comment on Absolutely this at not. such time. Uh, Jack, can I yeah. just can I just ask you, um, just in in preparation for release, because of course it's all being handled in house, uh, so all pre-ordered copies of. Uh, Kings and Anarchy will be, of course, delivered by My Hermes. Um, are you concerned that you know almost no one is probably going to be able to play it upon release? No comment. <laughs> the prosecution rests. Okay, so you've uh, you, you've heard what both of us have to say uh, about about both of our games. So based on those two things, we're going to go on to a little something called the pitch fight, where both Matt and I will take thirty seconds to try and sway you onto our side of the fence. Based on what you've heard so far, Alex, is there anyone that you would like to hear first? I'd like to hear. Mr. Matthew Biddell first, please. Sure thing. Well, in that case, three, two, one. Look, Alex, this is so much more than just hobos and dicks. It's open world. It's freedom. It's creativity. It is representation. It is equality. It is immersion. It is excitement. It is action. It is just total escapism. Um, It's a unique peripheral, never before seen, never before matched. And it's it's a non-stop thrill ride from start to finish, over 150 hours time. Wow. <clears> okay. Is... Compelling stuff. Let's see if I have anything to say. <laughs> Three, two, one. 
Alex, haven't you always just wanted to yeet a medieval parcel off the edge of a cliff into a poor farmer's back garden, uh, delivering him the vital equipment that he needs to survive for the winter? You can be doing that rather than wanking off a tramp. And I feel it's important to stress that you can use a normal controller for a normal person on this one, and you don't have to touch a Plaster Paris moulded version of a stinky, smelly penis. Time. Once again, Jack has to resort to spending half his pitch Mm. dragging my product down. I did notice that. That was noted. Yeah. Well, noted. frankly, I, I I don't need I don't need to drag it down. <laughs> oh God! So, Alex, have you uh, have you reached a decision? I be- I, I think I have. Um... Okay, okay. So, Alex Patterson, who have you decided is going to take home the title of Mockbuster? Now it's with great shame and guilt uh, that I have to say it's it's Frisky Hobo Terror (laughs) it's Frisky Hobo Terror they're both great there's great work I mean I want to see thy Hermes I think there's a lot in it but I am just concerned that 150 hours of walking past a hill I I think it's been done I think Death Stranding basically did that exact thing (laughs) you just wanted Uh, 150 hours of of wanking off someone without a house I think it's got potential for the last time you don't have to wank them off (laughs) No, but if the option's there, that's that says everything you need to say. I've looked into the specifications of the peripheral, and I think the technology and the engineering that's included, it has to be acknowledged that some really, you know, Mr. Uh, Dr. Vankshaft and mm-hmm. his team have done some good, <laughs> have done some good work. Exactly. I'm so glad you remembered his name. <laughs> so is this something that we can expect to be incorporated into future Not Games productions? I mean, it's not far off some... Of, I think that's part of the problem. It's not far off some of the stuff that we've done. I mean, the episode one of Not For Broadcast does include, at a random point, a, a, a gimp bursts out of a cupboard and starts running around. So, I mean, I think Matt has somehow managed to just land right on my sense of humour. Excellent. Humor. Um, Excellent. <laughs> good work, both of you. Thanks, mate. I think you've got a bright future in the games industry. Oh, cheers, if if movies ever, ever dry up, you know... Give me a call. Thank you so much for joining us thank this week, Alex. Me. Thank you so much yeah, for bringing so us much. even. How can we... How, what, so, what are the socials? How can we follow Not For Broadcast, yourself? Uh, is there anything else you want to plug? The, your best bet is Twitter, uh, at NotGamesUK. Um, we're pretty active on there. If you want to find the game, just Google Not For Broadcast. You can find us. We're available on Steam uh, right now. We've got a brand new update called The Telethon coming out on the 30th of September, uh, which is sort of a 1950s telethon trying to save a dying child uh, that all obviously goes wrong it's it's really funny uh yeah come say hi. thank you very much for joining us uh you can follow us on at mockbusters pod on twitter instagram and facebook and if you want to send in any genres or film titles then we'd love to hear them on uh, mockbusterspodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so by the time this episode comes out, there will be just one day left on the competition. So if you're hearing this, you've got until the 30th of September before we draw the winner of that wonderful Rode NT1 microphone. Get it done. get your entries in now or you'll be sorry. Get it done. Right, well, until the next time, I've been Matthew Biddulph. I've been Jack Ayres, and we've been joined by... Alex Patterson. See you around. See you next time. Bye.